0: Yeah, we're going to get into it now, and I'm just double-checking so I know what number we're on, (laughs) because that was always the... Fifteen. No, no, no. What episode? Oh. It's episode nine. Hey, I think we got it right for the first time. We are on episode nine. We are doing 15 through 10. We'll start with that, and then we'll keep going on and on and on, but that's whatever it is. Um. I think I wanted to start this one out with, so I took everybody's score, I took everybody. Or I took everybody's list, um, added points to it, kind of like number one got 50 points, number two, whatever, created a score, and then I combined all of our lists, so I have our top ten, and I can finally say it because I think a lot of the movies have already been said. Um, does anyone have an idea of what our number one movie as a group is? Cats. <laughs> You got it, but there's Empire no key second What? Empire Strikes Back. That is that is correct. Empire wow. Strikes Back is our favorite movie as a group. Even,
1: yeah. even with me not having it on my list, <laughs> everybody <laughs> okay. had it.
0: Hey,
2: it. It almost wasn't on mine either.
1: Everybody
0: okay. had it somewhere. Yeah. Um, wow, okay, yeah, I still
3: can't believe your story.
0: Number two, yeah, the friend ruining it. Number two is I'm
3: still mad at that ten <laughs> year old kid. <laughs> number number
0: two on our list is seven. Uh, then Dark Knight, Ghostbusters. Fuck that. <laughs> number five is. Wait wait wait. wait. What? Seven. Why fuck that?
4: No no. Fuck with, with Dark, Knight. Dark Knight.
0: Dark Knight. We had that big Batman chat. you remember that? Don't.
4: Are you? Oh to to there. It. there. No. It, it was a rabbit hole of Batman where we eventually started talking about uh, George Clooney's nipple suit. And it was, oh yeah, I haven't listened
2: yet. to that episode yet. Okay. It, was, oh, it was a rabbit hole.
4: Yeah. Got it. it was um, a
2: bat rabbit hole. Was, it,
4: really, it really was. <laughs> um,
0: so we got Ghostbusters at number four, uh, Goodwill Hunting, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Ragnarok, Avengers Endgame, Fight Club, and Jurassic Park.
2: I like that list. I
0: like that's, it. So that was our kind of majority.
3: That's a that's a that's a solid TNT
0: lineup. Yes, it, it sounds that's
3: an like a list of a group of guys
2: that were born between 1969 <laughs> and 1985. <laughs>
0: to me. Just a bunch of nerds with that age group. <laughs> a bunch of fucking nerds. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, and then the list goes rounders, Spider-Man, Goonies, Guardians. Silence of the Lambs, Deadpool, yep, bunch of nerds, dorky guy nerds. Um, Okay, so that's our list altogether, combined score of our favorite movies, and now we're going to go 15 through 10. Um, Who do I want to go first? Tim, are you around?
5: Yes, uh, but don't make
0: me go first. Kyle, <laughs> are you?
4: Yeah, but edit it where he goes first. Yeah, doing it.
0: Um, yeah, Kyle, go ahead. You're 15 um, through
4: 10. Number 15. Um, I didn't expect to like this movie. Uh, Buddy dragged me to the theater to see it, and I ended up walking out of this movie loving it. it was uh, Kingsman: The Secret Service? Just a play on all those old Bond movies in the the over-the-top British aspect of it um, with the elaborate villains and the uh, elaborate weapons and the the over-the-top scheme and just everything about it. Um, I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, Number 14, regardless of the terrible edits, was Braveheart. I know there are plenty of uh, chronological errors. Yeah, Well, not just chronological errors, spears down, spears up, yeah. lifting the spears, <laughs> two guys fighting with, like, basically people, sticks in the background. People right? dancing in the background. <laughs> but having seen that movie, I watched it constantly. I think I quoted it constantly, especially that guy who he throws the rock at and says, I should have remembered the rocks. Yeah.
6: Um,
4: just stupid little things like that. Um. 13 uh, thor ragnarok he was uh the the character that really drew me into the mcu with the first movie i think i talked about previously bringing my son to it and uh, him just really connecting with it uh obviously that one uh was a little more serious where ragnarok was a little bit more over the top and very 80s themed and just the the comedy in it and Uh, whatever else has been said about that movie. Um, Number 12, which used to be higher, but I haven't really seen it in a while, so I kind of dropped it down the list, which we talked about last time was Vanilla Sky. The conversations that I've had with people on this movie, um, just the little subtleties that if you don't pick up on, um, you have a different aspect or point of view than somebody else who may have seen it. Um, I even explained to my sister that at the end he's talking to the guy on the roof, and the guy on the roof explains the movie, and she still didn't get it. So um, <laughs> there's no hope. <laughs> I mean, I think the only person on this uh, podcast who's met my sister's Olson, and he can. It was Carissa. I knew. I, I just yeah, assumed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and then uh, number eleven was the the movie that got me into Guy Ritchie, which was Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Starring John Cusack, according to Tim.
5: Yep. <laughs> <The> fact, <sums. laughs>
4: Um, Just that whole scheme and the way it was shot and the the grittiness and the the humor of it all. And I love anything with Jason Statham. And, and I mean anything with Jason Statham. <laughs> Uh, and when I say anything, I mean not really anything at all, but that movie was was really good, and that is my 15 to 11.
0: Um, quick reviews, which we haven't done in a while, the funny reviews. Um, I'll go through these quick. Kingsman's Secret Service. Uh, this, this review makes me laugh. It says, nothing in this movie means anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, Braveheart. It's sad that Paramount Pictures, which has many gay employees, has stooped to release such a flawed work of bigotry and forced them to stand behind it.
4: What? what huh? The yeah. King's song is gay. <laughs> I guess that is <laughs> <laughs> bigotry at its finest or whatever.
2: Was that written like recently and am just named
0: at Gibson? and Yeah, I'm guessing. Oh, come um, on. Vanilla Sky. An ambitious mix of genres. Vanilla Sky collapses into an incoherent jumble. Cruz's performance lacks depth, and it's hard to feel sympathy for his narcissistic character. Which everything that person just said, I think, makes that movie as good as good as it is.
4: Was was that written by my sister? Yeah, I was just gonna say that. (laughs) Yeah, he just called her up and said.
0: (laughs) Um, Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Just don't expect to be dazzled by the story, because if you're like me, you'll have trouble following the faces and hence the plot. And one scene from one scene to another, probably also written by your sister. But I think that
4: that person (laughs) I I have a similar situation where all British people look alike to me, so I have a very hard time following (laughs) those movies. (laughs) Racist. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you are a racist. Um, On that note, let's go to Lackey. What do you got, Lackey? Fifteen through eleven.
2: Uh, number 15 is the best Kevin Smith movie, and that's Chasing Amy. Uh, number 14 is, of all the sea of comedies, especially nerd-based comedies from the 80s, is my favorite still to this day, is Real Genius with Val Kilmer and I'm if you revenge of the nerds no no real real genius is way better than revenge of the nerds same even some of the same actors in it too um but love that freaking movie um number 13 uh the best mockumentary ever made this is spinal tap um one of my most quoted movies ever ever it, we even a bunch of us in high school did our own version of This Is Spinal Tap because we're so obsessed with the movie about an English band that was once called Jones and Gentry, then they were called Iron Zombie, and then they're later just called Zombie. No, no, they were, it was Jones and Gentry, then Zombie, then Iron Zombie, and they were a heavy metal band from Britain. We had the script. We shot most of the movie. It was incredibly bad, but I fucking love This Is Spinal Tap.
3: Is there footage of that anywhere?
2: Yeah, we. Yeah, I've got that. a buddy of mine's got it. I haven't seen it in really? thirty-five years, probably. But yeah, the guy—I think he still has it, if and it's we, ridiculous.
0: If we um, take that video, we can also play video of Kyle and I, Kyle and I backyard wrestling. I'm just going to say that and there is a video out there. But
2: let's get a compilation. <laughs> let's get a compilation, here, boys. There's a video of that.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's on Facebook too. Somebody posted it, and our tag team is on there.
2: Oh my god! Well All done. right. Uh, you had me 12, at tank team. I had the pleasure of it just ending up on like I think Spike TV the other night. I think after 48 hours, it was like one of the best nights of just sitting and watching TV. Uh, absolutely, movie that came out of nowhere. One of the funniest. Still to this day, one of the funniest movies: Super Troopers. Yeah. Uh, mm. And um, then number eleven. Um, this is a movie that you either buy into the conceit of the twist in the middle of the movie or you don't. And also it's not for people who don't like long movies, but I'm a Paul Thomas Anderson nut and Magnolia. I uh, Something about – just something about that movie that Tom yeah. moves me. And Tom Cruise is one of his best performances and off, off-type off performances too. But um, Is this going to
0: be a Tom Cruise list? This might well, be a Tom wow. Cruise love Brad fest. Dead, right? Well, we had Brad Pitt before, but now I'm thinking we're moving to it just Tom might Cruise. Be Tom then.
4: Cruise, yeah. <laughs> He's due. <laughs> He's due.
2: <laughs> that's that's t- 15 through 11.
0: No, I know. I was just I was just looking to see if there's any more Tom Cruise movies coming up because I'd make those go next. Uh, no. Yeah. Not. Anyway, some of the reviews of your movies, Lackey. Real genius. The humor is r- relentlessly cruel, smug, and disconnected from any sense of how human beings might... Behave in similar situations again. Perfect. Perfect. Exactly. What's wrong with that?
2: <laughs> That's isn't that every '80s comedy?
0: Yeah. Um, super Troopers. It's kind of sad that so many people put so much time and energy into this turkey. What? Wow. <laughs> That's not even a um,
2: good, bad review. The snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs>
0: Come
6: on. <laughs> um. um
0: <clears throat> Mel Gibson was on the set of Ransom when Braveheart and oh that's for Kyle's list never mind Spoiler. yeah I was just doing fun facts too but we can get back to that Tim now you okie dokie uh, 15
5: I, what a, this movie I think still makes me cry every time I watch his Iron Giants Vin um, Diesel's best performance <laughs> <laughs> have you ever
0: seen Triple X I have. Oh, okay. Vin Diesel's best performance.
5: Um, <laughs> still, I I think I've said everything I need to say about how I feel about animated movies at this point. Um, it's one of my absolute favorites. Kyle, was um,
0: this on your list or no? I don't remember. Uh, because you love this not, in yeah, college, really, you love this movie and you promoted this movie a ton.
4: I did, um, but this is not my list, and this is Tim's list, and he just said that it was. V- uh, Vin Diesel's best performance, even though he probably had Guardians on there somewhere, <laughs> and he was better as Groot. I'm just gonna <laughs> say, Whoa, have
0: you seen Fast and the five? Furious? No, but Kyle, you do like Iron Giant. I'm just wondering why it's not on your list. Um, because John Cusack's in it. No, okay, fair enough. Tim,
5: go ahead. Uh, 14. <laughs> Deadpool 2. Uh, when you and I walked out of that, I said I liked Deadpool 1 more. I was wrong. Deadpool 2 is better. Um, I think, and it's, I prefer Deadpool as a solo act, normally, as I'm, I'm an OG Deadpool fan has been reading those comics since I was 16, but uh, that movie really kind of sold me on him with Domino and Cable, and I hope that both of them are back in the recently announced Deadpool 3. Yep. Uh, like Kyle, I have Thor Ragnarok at 13 as well. Uh, Ooh, we tie. I hated the, Thor 2, I thought, sucked. It's my least favorite Marvel movie. Um, and in fact, going into that, Thor was easily my least favorite of the main Avengers. Uh, and he has now become my favorite of all the Avengers after we get post-trauma Thor and Endgame. But this kind of kicked off that more kind of... I feel like somebody watched this movie, or somebody watched the... Uh, the Ghostbusters answered the call and said, "Hey, Hemsworth's pretty fucking funny. We got that guy in contract. Why don't we let him be funny?" Um, and they did, and the results were fantastic. Uh, Twelve is Empire Strikes Back. I think we've we've talked enough about that one. Does anybody need to know that Empire Strikes Back is a good movie?
0: Have we talked um, about it
3: really though? I, don't I mean, think we, really have. we haven't really dug we, into it. We just got Lackey's we got like, Lackey's traumatic story. Okay, so just that story. I mean, it's.
0: It's the group's favorite movie out of all of us, so we could probably dig into this one if we wanted to.
5: But I still select it with – I tried not to take too many of the same series, especially once you get this high on the list. And it's like I, like most nerds, love Empire, but it doesn't function really on its own. I mean it is is a part two, and that's the only thing that I would take away from it is it's really not – a complete story in and of itself, but it was also really kind of the first movie I think like that that really just kind of ended on a cliffhanger because I mean now it's common practice, but sequels weren't even that much of a thing at the time and to end a sequel on a to quote Clerks down note and then have it be a cliffhanger on top of it. It was ambitious and it's an awesome movie. It's got the best of the soundtracks.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, it it does what the new Star Wars movies failed to do well, which is divvy up the main cast and still make it entertaining. Yep. It, it introduces Lando, it introduces Boba Fett, it introduces new settings. Like it takes everything that was about the first one and basically just makes it better. I I like I said I don't know a lot of people that would that would argue with that one.
3: But it still makes it simplistic. That's that's the crazy thing. It introduces new things and new layers to what we already know, but still it's a simple thing to follow. That that's the beauty of it. It introduced the bounty hunters and IG eighty eight.
2: That's yeah, enough for me, right there. Yeah, just, I, like, I mean, think about that bounty hunter scene. I was obsessed with those guys. And, yeah, and why Boba Fett had one line? Did he even have a line in Empire? Uh, uh, he just looks at Vader.
5: He's worth a lot to me alive. I think that's the only thing yep. he says.
2: Yep. So, or, and he's no good to me dead. Yeah,
5: that's what that's what it is. Yeah. I,
2: I mean, they're they're essentially barely in the movie, but. I know, as as a ten year old or whatever, then I was, I was obsessed with them for the next forty years of my life. Has Just everybody seen Bounty Hunters?
3: Uh, *Mandalorian* in its entirety. Yes. Yep. Yes. he has. Okay. Uh, did you um, recall the flashback to when Vader is talking to everybody? and he points to Boba and says and no disintegration yeah
2: yeah and that's yeah yeah you
3: see that played out in Mandalorian I thought that's fantastic what a great callback Um, but yeah that entire scene you're like well who's this guy what's this guy what is that robot that's so awesome I still think what's his name uh, that has like He's wrapped up in bandages. Um, Dengar. Dengar, Dengar, yeah.
5: Says, what, one of my best friend's favorite Star Wars characters. Dengar. My brother-in-law's favorite Star Wars character is Bosk, and those are even more obscure characters.
3: And I and mine is IG88. There you go. Nice. Yeah, that movie. Uh, man, every setting. You think about it too. They only really go to what three planets? That's, That's it. Three, three to-
2: planets exactly.
3: Yeah, they go to Hoth. Um, Dagobah and Bespin right yep and but they take their time in each setting as well like they give you enough time to get acclimated there and to appreciate it and to want to know more you know everything about that movie is just so so clean and crisp um, but,
5: and at the same time, they don't fucking over-explain everything like they do in some of the yes. other movies. Where it's like, yes. I don't like, not everything needs a origin story or needs to be explained. It's like that's eh, a swamp planet. Why is it there? Who fucking cares? It's cool.
0: Yeah, and that's kind yeah. of what we we mm-hmm. talked about that with um, Spider-Man, like the new like like the new Spider-Man's where they don't have to spoon-feed all the information. We already know it. You don't have to do that. Um, mm-hmm.
2: I I I think we've we touched on what makes the original trilogy so kind of precious to people and why the prequels were fucking over over explanation of everything. I mean they you know, I think they're 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 maligned for some of the right reasons but I you know, the the dialogue and and some of the acting but you talk about over-explanation and just and just making – it took everything that was great about the original trilogy and kind of said, well, let's just do the fucking opposite. And then I think this last trilogy is very – somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. mean you could say Rise of Skywalker is, hey, let's have a whole movie of hand-waving. It's cool. <laughs> but
0: there was something – yeah, there's some beauty in the simplicity of, the, of those – Original three movies, really. I will say, and I think we've talked about, or I've talked about it with, I think in, each of you individually or whatever. But Rogue One is probably my favorite of the yep. newer ones. Um,
2: I don't think it's close for
0: me. What do you mean? Wait. I think it, I think it's significantly better than than the other. Oh, yeah, that's my movies I mean, I, Yeah, that's yeah. What significantly I mean. better. No, that's what I meant. I just I, that's my favorite, probably out of.
2: And I don't hate any of them. I just, I, I just, I think it is by far a much better movie. Even even with kind of
5: a little une- uneven beginning. Um, it's a unique story, if nothing else, unlike some yeah. of the other ones.
0: And I have it higher up on my list because for whatever reason, that was the first one I saw as a kid. Like that was just the first one I saw. So I watched it over and over and over again. Um, so that's why I have it high up on my list, which when you think about it now, it's like, you just jumped to, a, you jumped to a spoiler before you knew the whole story, like, with the end. So, I don't know. Empire is my Star Wars. Like, the base, almost. You know, and there, I know was Lacky... no,
2: there was no such thing as a spoiler until that movie. Right. Yep, There were twists. Yeah, there were always cool. twists. Right. But you might even know know about the twist in a trailer. Sure. What yeah. about and Hitchcock, no,
3: though? I, oh, yeah. Hitchcock would reveal things, and but you yeah. just didn't know what it was until you actually saw it but there really wasn't spoiler culture or oh, that's true you're right you're you know there there
2: wasn't stuff hidden like probably in reviews they probably just talked about the twists and stuff
3: but in the newspaper
2: um,
0: yeah. <laughs> um
3: i th- i uh, got to include um just Kirshner, urban Kirshner, in that he, he in my mind he's the sole reason why empire is the way it is he was the the big advocate of not just doing what they did again, but to really dig deeper into the, the three main characters and to get the emotions out of them. Uh, I have a um, uh, the, the making of book, and it it's phenomenal with all the backstories. Uh, he almost could have done Return of the Jedi, but he said something like, it took so much energy to create Empire for like, uh, two years of his life that he, he turned it down, but I, I'd i be really fascinated to see what uh, Return of the Jedi would have been like if Kirshner had done the film.
2: Does anybody here dislike Return of the Jedi? No. No. Okay. Some people have, like, really strong opinions about disliking that movie, and I, I've always kind of – that's really? always kind of
3: thrown me. I love the weirdness. I mean, I don't – That's interesting it, to me. Is it on, is it on anybody's list? I don't, I don't think it's on anybody's list. Yeah. All right, well, let's briefly, quickly talk about it. But I, I fucking love Jedi. Uh, the whole weirdness at, at Jabba's palace and yep. everything there. I mean, that's so much fun. Uh, and then, you know, it probably takes a little bit. It's not a super strong back half of the film, um, but it does what it needs to do.
5: I like Luke and the Emperor talking shit at each other. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want
0: this, don't you? You're um, gravy. move it on because right. we'll we'll we'll, we'll, well relate well. it. Um, so Iron Giant—the movie's name was changed um, from the Iron Man, which is the name of the book. And I don't need to finish that sentence because you know why they changed it. Hey, do you want me to
5: do my eleven? Yeah, he had to do 11 Oh, yet. sorry.
0: Yes, go, Tim.
5: I am not done, sir.
0: Sorry. Uh,
5: 11, uh, Infinity War. Um, I think I watched Infinity War 100 times the year in between Infinity War and Endgame. Um, is it the most, like, deep film that's ever been made? No, it's not. But it's full of awesome shit happening constantly. Um, Like, right from the, like, that opening sequence where Doctor Strange and Iron Man are, like, fighting the Thanos' goons or whatever. It's, like, I fucking love that. And it never lets up in terms of awesomeness. If you're looking for character depth and blah, 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 yes, look elsewhere. But awesome things constantly happen. And I personally love that movie because it's, like, my personal life came unglued right as that movie came out. And I really... Attached myself to it. The idea of like Thanos coming and just destroying everything really <laughs> stuck with me psychologically. Um, I know so what I've you are strong, going
0: through, so yes, that makes a lot right. Of sense I've
5: got strong way. feelings on Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like there it was that weekend. I, like, I, as soon as I found out, I went to go see Infinity War, um, and that, and that's why that and Endgame are big for me.
3: That's interesting. I don't think I think you're the first to bring up a film that resonates with you because of tough times you were going through. I don't think any of us has have brought that up yet. I got one
2: coming up. Oh, all right. Kind of the same, kind of almost the same thing. It's
0: interesting. I'm looking at my list now, but yeah, I think you're right. But um, Tim, I have a question for you. Uh-oh. I don't sound
2: like the teacher's getting ready
0: to... uh, No. You have have the original Avengers, which I don't think you talked about because you weren't... That was one when you weren't on the call.
6: Hmm.
0: Um, You have Infinity War, but you do not have Endgame. Interesting. Uh, That's incorrect. You do have Endgame? Yeah, dude. This is why your list you
5: send me is different from the one I did not dude, I have not changed that. That's been on there since day one. You know my feelings on Endgame. There's no way that would not be on my list. Where is it? It's nine.
3: Have it oh a spoiler.
0: Uh that's not what I have for you for nine. What you sent me.
1: You have Armageddon, don't you, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> Shut it.
0: Okay, no, fine. We'll get to it when we get to there, but you send me a different list then, which we know because you've changed so many things. Which it might have been right, on we the original
5: that one time before we started. I haven't changed, I haven't touched this since the, okay. we started recording. Okay, I swear.
0: All right, sure. Uh huh. I'll just remember mall rats and chasing Amy. Anywho, because <laughs> um, Michael he switched those on me. I was just joking. I um,
3: thought Lackey. That was Lackey's
2: stuff.
0: No, no, no. No, we're. Yeah, never mind.
2: Um, I was was a part of that conversation, but that wasn't. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. Michael, go next, because there's a reason. Go ahead, Michael.
3: All right. Uh, Number 15, The Dark Crystal. I believe I rented that movie from the library. I don't know how many times when I was a kid it was it was oh, a, such a library rental
0: that. movie. Yeah.
3: Well, that, <laughs> That's such yeah. a
0: perfect library rental movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, when you're was, a kid.
3: Well, here here were the two biggest uh, uh, VHS library rentals for me was was that movie and um, Lord of the Rings animated uh, The Hobbit. I don't think it was The Hobbit. It was the, rank, the Rankin and Bass, where it's
2: real kind of trippy and psychedelic and like like it's not even like real anime like some of
3: it's not even like real animation. I believe so. Yeah, that's it. Does it does the whole movie? Yeah, yeah, it was. I loved it as a kid. um, Yeah. Anyways, so those two movies um, that are rented all the time. But there's something about the Dark Crystal that always drew me in, Um, and obviously then I was mega excited about uh, the TV show that recently came out. And did you love it? Yeah, I did. I I thought it it. was. I thought it was pretty good. I, I was really pleased at how um, faithful they were to the, to the the movie and how surprised at how dark it was. I was like, holy shit. Like, I mean, the original was kind of dark and, and trippy, but this kind of took it to a whole nother level, and I loved it. Really, this is great. So, um, but yeah, everything, ever, ever so often, my wife and I will do like the mmm to each other whenever like we're just being goofy and whatnot. But yeah. Um, and then I'll I'll be via like what the Skeksis do too. Nope, that's that, that joke's not landing. Sorry. Um, we'll go on to the number fourteen with uh, triplets of Bellevue. Tim, you will probably enjoy this because it is an animated film. Um, it is a. I'm just gonna literally read the synopsis on it because I don't know how to really describe it other than this. But it the movie follows, fucking
5: rules. That's your description. What's that? That movie fucking rules. There's your description. You know
3: it? Yes. Oh, no,
5: absolutely. I saw it in the theater.
3: Yes. Uh, <laughs> Lackey, we're gonna get you to like animated films. Don't worry. <laughs> I, don't disli- I don't
2: dislike. I don't
3: dislike them. That's not it. I just, I just for whatever reason don't.
2: I'm so not. Talented. I already got yelled at by one friend over over my comments about animated
3: movies. I don't. I don't have a problem with animation at all. <laughs> and we know. I promise. I swear. So basically it follows an elderly French woman, uh, as she becomes involved in an international intrigue with her grandson. Basically he's a champion and professional cyclist, and he's kidnapped and taken abroad, joined by her faithful dog, Bruno. She embarks on a journey to find her son and stumbles across unlikely allies in the form of three sisters who are veterans at the, of the vaudeville stage. It's, I remember when I was in animation class in film school, we watched it and I was captivated by it. It's a very weird, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong, like hardly any dialogue at all, right? I don't
5: think so. And I know I saw it in French, so I don't remember yes. that well. Wow. Hey, Michael, it is. Talking, uh, I couldn't understand it, so it didn't matter.
3: Yeah, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, there's just a few, like, people singing ever so often. But for the most part, it's a silent film, pretty much just showing this kid grow up to become this champion cyclist, but then kind of gets kidnapped, and it's all of this little old lady's journey of trying to get her son back. It's so bizarre, but it works. It's kind of... Uh, it was along the same lines, Lackey, uh, of um, City of Lost Children when I was watching that stuff. Right. So, similar vein and feel, if you, if you will.
5: Hey, Michael. Dude, if you like that movie, watch uh, I Lost My Body. It's on Netflix right now. I Lost My Body? Yep. Okay. Okay.
0: Michael, one of the reviews for uh, Triplets of Bellevue says a dialogue-free animated film for adults that would have made a great short film, but without <laughs> speech or much of a story, it's 75 minutes too long.
3: Uh <laughs> Tim, what do you have to say
5: to that? I mean, either you're going in to appreciate it as a piece of art, or you're not. Like, no, I mean, and it, that even that,
0: not, even with that bad review, I mean, that still makes me almost want to see it. Like, that's not like, even I mean, a like. It's it, not. It's
5: not. It's like I mean, I love Samurai Jack, and most episodes sure. of Samurai Jack were not story heavy either. Yeah, um, it was just kind of like we've got a cool idea for a antagonist or a setting or something that we want to do from a, you know, a storyboard perspective. And we're going to hang a story on that so that we can show you something cool.
3: Yeah. Uh, okay, then random question then. How the hell did you see that in the theater and why and how?
5: Uh, I saw it at the Downer here in Milwaukee. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Um,
5: was it, maybe it was, I I don't think it was part of the film festival. I, I think they were just showing it. Really?
3: And you just, did you know anything about it before you went and saw it? Or you just were like, all right, go check this out?
5: uh no it was basically it's like I, I see there's a animated film on the big screen i'll go sight so unseen. i don't care what it's about gotcha and I, i'm uh, the opposite where it's like if it's animated i will go just regardless i don't care that's how i uh, lost my body at the film festival okay. and that was another one that was in french it's like i don't know anything about this movie but it's a an animated feature aimed at adults i'm going yeah
0: sure. it's weird like looking at Kind of how you're talking about it, Michael, and like how Tim you're talking about it, it sounds like an older movie, but it came yeah. out in two thousand three. Like it feels yeah. like the way you guys yeah. are talking about it, it has like this old school feel. Even if you look at the it art does. for it. it oh,
3: really it has does. very old school feel. Yeah, the it art
5: looks like, like an old school, old school feel too. European style.
3: Yeah. Yep. It's weirdly peaceful too. Like you could just put it on in the background and not fully pay attention, but you still would be entertained. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, I would agree with that.
3: Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to another animation film for number 13, uh, iron giant. So that's kind (laughs) of interesting. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah, that, uh, I was shocked to know, I didn't realize that this was made by Brad bird until years later after I had seen this movie, but, um, similar, similar feel. Actually what's weird is triplets of the Bellevue and iron giant kind of have that same look, of uh, older animation style. Although I would say, I think Iron Giant introduced some new features to the animation. If I recall, Tim, do you know anything on that?
5: Yeah. There's a little bit of CGI in that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a ton. And it's the animation is a little more based on kind of like, it it reminds me of the, like the the Don Bluth movies of the Mm -hmm, Um, eighties, but it is still, it's, it certainly feels more throwback.
3: Sure. Absolutely. But yeah, I remember watching this and, and totally being transfixed the, the classic, you know, uh, uh, kid finds a buddy, you know, or, or kid that, uh, finds adventure through, through a buddy of his and, and boy and his dog. There you go. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I, I really a, enjoyed it. There was a still- callback
0: to ready and ready player one. Wasn't there?
3: Oh yeah. He's in oh, it. Oh yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember that yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
0: I just found that funny. <laughs>
3: What? Uh, there's not much <laughs> else to say about Iron Giant, so I'll keep moving it going forward. Uh, we're going to continue with number 12 with the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Clearly, I'm an alien <laughs> kid. I, you know, I I still am gravitated towards that original film and will, uh, on occasion, put it on and still watch it going, man, for what, 1989? It was 1990. 1990, exact? Okay. Still kicks ass. And so I just fun. watched
5: it. It's yeah, it yep. still holds up. I oh watched it with Atticus.
0: God. I watched it with Atticus the other day and I still thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved it. And oh. they,
2: and, and they can't get the shit right with fucking CGI. No, they they can't. can't get it right. It's it's amazing how <laughs> grotesque they make those damn things trying to yeah. it's yeah.
3: it's amazing to me. There's something about um and how it's shot and how the look of everything. It if feels she, like a comic it, book. Like a
0: Art. Huh? It feels like art, or like a comic book almost.
3: Yeah, but well, it's, art. I don't know if
2: I'd say that. But <laughs> shut up, wacky! You were an old
0: man old. when you saw it.
2: <laughs> I was in college. I
3: was. I was about to graduate
2: college. <laughs> we were
3: kids. <laughs> <don't> no <know>. yeah. <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it. It does it is Is it just me or does it feel like it? Um, was revelant where you're like, oh, we are now in the 1990s.
2: Where, Very much so, yeah. Where
3: you watch films even like 88, 89, and you're like, okay, this is still in the 80s, and it has that look. Maybe it was the film aesthetic, or how things were shot. I'm not yeah, sure, but you soundtrack watch, too. Yeah, you watch Turtles, and you're like, oh, here we go, 1990s for sure. Um, even though I just asked if it was 1989, but we'll, we'll skip past that point. Uh, does, yeah, anyone that really the, does anyone think so, that... Does anyone...
0: Think that the Uh-oh. foot the Foot Clan warehouse was a little ridiculous, where oh yeah, you could be like, hey, you can go to this cool warehouse and get cigarettes and cigarettes. skateboard. Oh <laughs> it's man, like, wow. you're such a rebel. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> there's
5: walking talking turtles with nunchucks, I and that's know. your that's the thing you can't get past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, No, I thought that was the we thing that was funny.
0: That was the thing I thought always was funny, and I don't mind them talking turtles in. Uh, I don't know if you're going to say this or not, Michael, but I will still today take a someone in a silly mask or costume over any CGI crap. Like something about the feel of something there is just okay. so much, so much different to me. I don't know. Easy
3: Jones, joke. Yo- yeah, Yoda is a perfect example.
0: Yes,
2: right? and I remember.
0: What Tim? So, wait. Oh, go ahead, Richard. Sorry.
2: Well, I just—it's kind of on your point. Somebody, a relatively famous reviewer had shown and finally shown their, their kid, um, all the star Wars movies back. I think it was probably before, right at the beginning of the new, the new pre the new sequels. And the kid was talking about how much they like Yoda in the original trilogy. And the, and, and this is like a little kid, like three or four, and they said, "Why, why do you like that Yoda instead of the jumping, flipping Yoda and stuff like that? And the kid said, and this is the brilliance of a child, because that one's real.
6: Uh, the kid
2: could yeah. even look at it and, and knew that that was a tangible, physical object, and there's just something about as good as CGI can be, um, even even in something like, like Lord of the Rings, where Smeagol, a lot of times you are fooled into... Thinking that's actually present,
6: mm-hmm.
2: um there is something. And, and then Baby Yoda is a perfect example of it. Is yeah. is they thought they originally wanted to go CGI with them, but but somebody
0: talked and said no, you have to do a puppet. Mm-hmm. And but even that like holding Baby Yoda like a baby was just it. It added something to it. Like even if you didn't think about it, it for for me it like added a little bit of realism, like a touch, well, like. It's well, cute because he's a little dude and you got to like pick him up and carry him and whatever, but, the,
2: the, but the ear flapping in the breeze when he's yes. in his little baby Yoda carrier, you could tell that was real. Like that was not yeah. a CGI ear flapping in the wind and it just <laughs> – there's something about a tangible puppet. And I think I even heard I, – I saw an article today that Maz Kanata in Rise of Skywalker was was a puppet and not the CGI Maz Kanata. Oh. Like oh, nobody knows nine? about that. Like, oh. like, it, like they didn't say anything about it or anything. But, but somebody had noted that Maz Kanata looked different. And it turns out it's 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 a practical hmm. um, yeah. character. I don't, I don't. To be honest with you, I barely remember. I mean, I remember Maz Kanata in it, but yeah. I don't remember
3: noticing anything. But it, I, I do remember she looked different. But all right. So then I have to ask the obligatory turtles question. <laughs> Uh, and I, this would be a two-parter because my answer has changed over the years. Who was your favorite turtle as a kid and has it changed since?
0: Michelangelo as a kid and Donatello as an adult. And why? Because he's the brains. Oh, he's the data nerd. Like he's the nerd. That's what I am now. Like the data nerd, like the guy trying to fix stuff and whatever. So yeah.
3: Okay. I've got a different answer, but just give me a a stick.
0: That's all I need. (laughs)
4: Yeah. It's a bow staff. Yes, that's my answer. Kyle, uh, um, definitely Michelangelo as a kid. <laughs> Everyone's just his- like it's only because of Pizza. you understood what he was saying, right? And you liked the way he said it. Um, I would say now, um, I'd say Raphael, hmm. just because he's you're a prick. Yeah, <laughs> I mean damn <laughs> know what know what you are and embrace it nice
0: tim Tim,
2: nothing he's muted
0: he's gone uh, he's peeing. Peeing.
5: oh sorry i'm here i was moved i was had to walk for a second all uh, right donatello since day one still wow. donatello and i will die a donatello fan
0: wow and what's your
3: reason
5: uh basically same as aaron's like i always you know i relate to the nerd okay
2: okay
3: Lackey, did you did you even like this stuff back then? I was never a kid when this was out, so I,
2: I <laughs> yeah. can't answer your questions. So, so when you're
1: <laughs> thirty, Splinter. He <laughs> <It> was <rough.
2: laughs> Honestly, I don't have. I, I really have no opinion. I, I think. Big box. No, I mean, I, they came out when I was an adult, so I don't, I, I don't, mean, I don't <laughs> have a kid versus adult. And I don't. I can't. I couldn't tell you which one I like more, to be honest yeah. with you. I maybe. I'm trying to remember which one I like playing on the video game
0: in the arcade.
2: Ooh. There you go. Which one? What, I can't remember Leonardo which one it was. The Leonardo,
0: maybe? You have the swords?
2: Maybe Keep I don't on. know. I, I don't. Yeah, it's just this wasn't a thing that came out when I. They came out when I, was, when I was in college. So unless I went, I don't even remember if I mm-hmm. saw it in the theater or if yeah. I just saw it on a rental or something yeah. afterwards or something like that. So. Yeah. She had red hair.
0: Wait mm-hmm. a minute. Time out. Time out. Time, right. time out. Time yep. out. Yeah. Oh, that's right. right. April yeah. O'Neil yeah. had red yeah. hair. Yeah. So, lackey, on up. That's your favorite.
6: <laughs> <laughs> that,
3: that you're probably
2: right, come to think of it. I haven't seen, I've seen that movie in a long time. But, um. Megan
3: Fox?
0: Was it Megan Fox at one point?
3: No. Yeah, for the yeah, new, for the Bay ones. which She wasn't red She wasn't red though. No, was she? she wasn't. But no, they're but supposed to be getting kidding. rebooted again. <laughs> I
1: think I can get over it.
3: Yeah. Keith, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Keith, go ahead.
1: I, I was just Michelangelo- then and probably now, I, I I like Leonardo a lot, just the sword aspect of things. But you like pizza? I dress, it well. And my uh, my son's first Halloween costume was Michelangelo, so it kind of re uh, re energized nice. the uh, Michelangelo. But. <laughs>
3: Mikey, Mikey growing up, and Donnie as an adult because he's the best in the video games because he's got the bow staff and he's got the range. <laughs> that's what's up. Oh, well, <laughs> that's,
2: no, that's the one from the video game. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. He had range. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: He had range, longer distance. Uh rounding out the list, we'll continue with the um, addictive uh, younger kid. Franchises with Ghostbusters, this was uh, pretty revolutionary for me with a kid. Along with Turtles, and I'm, and then you rounded out the trilogy of the '80s for kids, which was uh, uh, Batman, Batman '89. So, Michael, uh, when were you
0: born? I'm just curious.
3: '86. Okay. Um, Ghostbusters.
0: Uh, (laughs) Lackey, were you 42 when he was 30 year later?
1: God
3: damn it. <laughs> uh, man, I would quote this all the time, you know, or I, anytime you saw a piano, you would do the last two keys and you'd be like, they hate oh, yeah, this. Yeah. They hate this. What did you uh, do, Ray? I, I would be fearful of opening up the fridge in case I would see another inner dimension and seeing dogs drooling all over the place. Um, I still try to do the uh, Rick Moranis. Let me in, somebody let me in. And she's trying to run away from the dog. Um, Were you ever scared of men who have no dicks? What? What? (laughs) No. I mean,
2: think about that. It's a kid's movie, and one of the lines was, that's right, this man has no dick.
3: There's nothing more 80s than that. How about the dream sequence when they're all. Laying yeah, in bed and all of a sudden bed. they're getting a ghost BJ. You're like, Whoa, what the heck <laughs> There's Nothing more eighties than that.
0: I didn't know that what that I didn't know what a BJ was when I first saw it. I just thought, Oh, yeah, it just get, feels good.
2: It
4: does.
0: It Aaron. it does. <laughs> right, I still don't really know. Experience but you're I married, so you wouldn't know that. anymore. So Wait, what's but a BJ? Are we talking about like a guy named BJ? Wait, Keith has a good point. If you've listened to Joe Rogan's podcast,
1: Aykroyd was on there. I don't, I don't know when it was because I listened to them oh, all after two or the fact. Three ago, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was, he was saying that he in real life did that, so that's why they put that in the the movie. That he
0: claims to have had sex with the ghost. Yeah, so, he's Ackroyd oh yeah. yeah. is a Ackroyd is a very great. Like that whole, did you watch that, Macky? Or Mike, did, yeah, did you watch
2: that? Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of interviews with him. He, he I mean, he's a pure fucking nutbag wow, about that stuff. But that he's he, so. He I knows. think he originally wanted the movie to be a lot more serious than it was. Yeah, he did, and like he was he so wanted it to be like a serious take on it, and it just turned into no, which is a brilliant movie. But um, he
0: knows so much about the history of like sightings and. Like it, it's insane. It's his like knowledge. In his,
2: family, his whole family. Like like, yes. like yeah. his dad. His dad. His yep. dad was
0: related to it. Wasn't he or something like that? Yeah. yeah. But the funniest thing I read or heard. I think he was talking about it on the podcast where they hired Bill Murray because Eddie Murphy was supposed to be in it. Yeah. Um, but they, Bill Murray was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. They didn't hear from Bill Murray at all. <laughs> Until day of. Uh... And then the day of, at like six in the morning, he was on set. He's like,
3: "Hi!" He's like, "We're here. Are you guys ready? You're late." Um, of the movies that made us, and and uh, Ghostbusters is one of them right now. And yeah, you can listen yes. to like the whole making of. Uh, some of that though, how Bill handles things, kind of sheds, paints Bill in a different light. That you know, obviously he's he's pitted as this like. Have fun, loving, happy-go-lucky guy, and I was a
2: dick in real life. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. He just does like his, his own
3: thing, doctor. and he's a dick. Yeah, yeah.
0: which With is that, why yeah. him and Aykroyd, I think, had a fallout, didn't they? No, they
3: did. They did. Uh, no, no, sorry, it's him and um, Ramus. did. Yeah. yeah, but he did. They, they talked about it in that show. They, I guess, he did actually before he died. They, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but man, I mean, I'm pretty sure I had every gadget and gizmo, toy wise. Oh, yes. I still have Durking the house. Period. Um. Yeah, you
0: still have the house. You came to my house and you saw it. And I'm like, yep, my dad saved all that stuff. I trashed yeah. the car when I was
3: and a kid, but I still have the house. <laughs> my mom would get ticked at me before, like, you play with the slime and you oh, yeah. put yeah. it at the top of the house and it She's like, you, yep. you got to play that way with that on the tile. You can't play with that on the carpet because it would get stuck in the carpet. And next time you come
0: over, you'll see in the playroom there is green. There is a green splotch right on our playroom because Atticus left the slime in there and like over over
3: days or something. Oh over Lord. two
0: days, and we didn't know about it, and now there's a permanent uh, mark in the
3: carpet. Nice. So, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious for this next one. Um, that's. Directed by, who's directed by? directed by Ramis' son, or who is it? Um, yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I, it looks, I don't know. I, I, think it looks, like, I think it looks good. You do?
0: Hmm. I'm intrigued by it, definitely.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't say, I just, am, I'm a little worried that it's past its time, you know, just due to uh, Stranger Things kind of making that more fun and like, oh my gosh, they're dressed as the Ghostbusters, and now it sounds like, oh, here's a movie like that, but it doesn't involve the Stranger Things. Things, kids. It's kind of like, did we miss that boat? So we'll see. But yeah, Ghostbusters was definitely up there for me for watchability and always, always enjoying it. So that's my fifteen eleven. Yep. Um, Dark
0: Crystal, Triplets of Bellevue, Iron Giant, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Ghostbusters. Um, I'm gonna bounce this over to Keith. Keith, go ahead.
1: Feels weird hearing movies that are actually on my list. Usually, uh, <laughs> usually I'm way off base. Um, number fifteen, I have Braveheart. Um, similar to what my my comments were gonna be similar to what Kyle's were, um, but uh, really um, impactful movie back in the day, and um, got to see action adventure romance all that bs um yeah so it was a really solid moves. movie what,
2: what's that and a man castrated
1: yeah huh? um, Still good movie. yeah feel good here yeah. <laughs> lifts you up right at the end like marriage yeah um number 14 q6 special say anything um, wow that's good love that movie it's uh kind of the driving force behind our, our podcast here. So, um, just uh, I only sky. Yeah. She's smoking. Yeah. Um, number 13, the shining, um, Ooh, one of the, cute. um, I watched them or, uh, sorry. I read the book first as a kid and, um, obviously was scared shitless and, um one of the few movies i can remember that i had to watch in parts like incrementally because like something would happen and i'd have to turn turn it off as a kid like oh my god i gotta you know shake this off and um start it over again so um hold on i have
3: questions mm -hmm. yes you read the book first Yep, and as a, as a kid yeah, I I wow. haven't
1: read a book probably since 1987 but <laughs> my yeah um but I I read a lot of Stephen King books. I read It, I mean, uh, as, The Shining, reader, Dark Tower, The Stand. Reader,
2: did it bother you that it didn't really follow the book?
1: Yeah, yeah it, it, very different, very different, right? Um, that didn't bother I mean it's a masterpiece regardless yeah. of the book, but um yeah, I was I was just more so I think I think at that time, because I was still pretty young, I was more sold on Stephen King himself and his writing right. rather than um, maybe a lot of content of it. But um, the, a lot of the books that I can ever remember reading are all Stephen King related. But
3: um, let me ask you. So did you read the book knowing the movie was out or how did that work? Like, No, I, no, I didn't. At, back
1: then, I didn't even know it was a movie. Um, really? Yeah. 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 Um, and Because I, I didn't watch a lot of horror movies. I remember watching like Friday the 13th, uh, some Halloween and not even yeah, no. realizing that was out there. And I'm like, what the, you know, as a kid, I was scared to death of it. Um, so I, I probably didn't see the movie
3: until much later after, than after reading the book, to be honest with you. Does know. anybody ever watch The Shining and just kind of go like, it's not, in my opinion, it's not like a mega scary movie. But it just does something to just kind of like make you cringe and mm-hmm. your, your body just feels off when you're watching. You're like, what the hell am I viewing? Why do I feel weird? But yet you're not like terrified, right? You're just like something's not right. That's to be C- uh, to to C- me C- it's Cooper kids. with
2: your brain is what Right, it Exactly.
3: Yeah. Like having
1: creepy kids is always a, a big thing mm-hmm. that makes me uncomfortable. Like I think somebody had Pet Cemetery. You know, gauge in that movie. Oh, just like, like it, you yeah. know.
0: Creepy kids are always Like children of the corn. Yeah.
1: Is terrifying yep, yep. To be. So, um, uh where am I? Uh thirteen, the shining. Uh twelve, Silence of the Lambs. Um yep. the... another
3: one just like that. Not super scary, but just makes you feel like uh
1: Yeah, the few the few parts that are you know, quote unquote, yeah. scary,
3: stick with well, you. Lacky's favorite. The. The. Globe uh... Bill in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, some we scenes. The redhead. Some scenes, Heavy go, yuck, But then Kyle goes, hmm. Mm. Yummy. Yep. <laughs> that's how
4: most of my best friends, that's how I met them.
1: Just ask the like Just them. Uh, so that was 12. Number 11. Um, contrary to others on the, the list that we've uh, already heard, the original Back to the Future, um, while I absolutely love Back to the Future 2 as well, I, I, you got no argument from me on it. Back to the Future 1 um, is foundational for me. It, every time it's on TV, I watch it, I have it on. I don't know, DVD or Blu-ray or whatever the hell I have it on and um, DVR and whatever, but I'll watch it commercials and all just to have, to watch it. So,
3: so why uh, do you have a preference between one or two at all? I, We're not even I- going to throw in three because, Right, yeah, whatever. Three is garbage. I, I think Three. from a,
1: a fun standpoint, two is better <sighs> because it's the future and you, you think of um, yeah. all the things you would do going into the future or whatever. But I've kept it one just because it's an original. Um, I, okay. I think we I talked about that originally, though. like, you know, n- sequels yeah. and things like that. And so I, I stuck with just the original on that.
4: No. I also like one only because um, growing up, I had sexual tension with my parents. I was oh, say that. And <laughs> oh shit, where are we going? I, re- I really related to that movie when yeah. you know, Kyle
1: got a
3: lot of pink uh, yeah. Calvin Klein underwear. I what had is, a lot of sexual. He he's like, he's like, mom. What did you? Do? He's like, you grew up, or what? What did he? I forget what he yeah. says. Uh, he damn it.
0: I, I had a lot of sexual attention for my crazy scientist friend who is older. Uh, my Old parents day. my parents didn't think it was weird I was hanging out with this guy. <laughs> and I had to touch his flux capacitor. You know, it's weird, but it I Rick and Morty was born. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so you have Braveheart Say Anything. Oh, wait, yeah, Braveheart Say Anything, the Shining Silence of the Lambs, Back to the Future. Um I want to say something about Say Anything besides a John Cusack fact, but the dojo featured in the movie was also featured in Karate Our Kid, head, yeah. which is on nobody's list. What
6: are we like? Hey. shocking.
0: Um, and then in The Shining, oh, in The Shining, to get Jack Nicholson in the right agitated mood, he was only fed cheese sandwiches for two weeks, <laughs> really? which he hates.
2: Wow, wow. Yeah. Oh, I was
0: going to say, I'd probably be pretty happy. <laughs> I was like, this is weird. <coughs> I like this. But... Um. So, yeah. From-
2: Kubrick was a maniac. Yeah. He did that kind of shit. Oh, just feed him cheese sandwiches. <laughs> the performance is going <can> to be great. <laughs> and he, and he, I mean, he practically put Shelley Duvall in a loony bin.
3: So I just listened to a podcast not long ago on a breakdown of, of that movie, and it was saying something along the lines of where, like, I'm pretty sure Kubrick made a model Aaron, is that what you're about to go to? Yeah. <clears throat> he like made a model of the what the entire how or the entire um overlook. hotel. Yeah, yeah, overlook hotel. But but not only that, yeah. would make miniature... or have miniature lights in order to see how things would be lit, and then would take individual snapshots of that and then give it to the cinematographer and say, Go go do this.
0: He's a fucking genius. Wow. Fucking what genius. The hell? Michael, have you been out there yet now that you live in Colorado?
3: No, uh, I actually was out there um, way back in 2000, I think, oh, seven okay. or eight, uh, when I was dating a girl up in Eau Claire. It's, so pretty we cool.
0: it's cool out there. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah.
0: All right. Who's next? Uh, I am closing out the list. Uh, my number 15, uh, we've talked about it uh, The Departed. Maybe we haven't talked about it. Oh, I don't think we have. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah? The Departed. Yeah. Um. Mark Wahlberg, because I I can't stand Marky Mark. Yeah. Um, but in this role, he has a role where it's like he actually does a really great job of you hate him, but you love to hate him because he's like that tip. He's just that hard-nosed cop or whatever. It is. Like, there's something about him that just bugs you, but it's like, oh, wait, he's actually trying to do good. He's just an asshole while he does it. Um, Leo is good in it. I don't know. I'm just a huge fan of this movie. Um, If it's on, you can put it on. It kind of reminds me of The Goodfellas or The Casino or um, other movies we talked about where you can put it on at any point and just watch it. Like You can just have it on. Go ahead, Michael. Was that Nicholson's
3: last film? Really? Hmm. because you go because you think about like people that you rarely see like you got Pesci and he rarely did films but I'm like I don't Oh, Pesci flat out retired right
0: Oh, he should have stayed retired sorry
3: I don't remember any other films after that with Nicholson
0: and that was a great Jack Nicholson role like if he ends on that I'm okay with that like I am that whole like everything about that role for him was perfect for me Um, does anybody not like it uh, he did a you after that, it looks like. <laughs> I'm on, I, I just jumped. Tim, did you jump on an IMDb? <laughs> yep. Yeah, me too. Yeah.
3: So what year was Departed?
0: 2006. Oh, yeah. He's done. Um, so. oh, the bucket, the, oh, he did the bucket list. Ugh, to and, end on that, that one. End, though, um, I'm still here with Joaquin Phoenix. And how do you know...
5: Paul Rudd and Reese Witherspoon, and yeah, Owen Wilson doesn't
0: look very good. He should have just ended on The Departed, is what I'm saying. Yep. Mm. Wow. He did anger management. The Departed. Um, he took a
2: Pacino route. He took a Pacino route
5: of his later career. So, currently, he was in Joaquin Phoenix's yep. weird documentary film
0: too.
3: Yeah, I just saw. Oh, uh, we where, 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 don't know it's a documentary, but it is a documentary,
0: right? Yeah. Uh, um, and
3: it's actually not. But he, yeah. Probably, yeah. he. I mean, <laughs> like, if, if you're
0: going to end your career in something, it probably should have been The Departed. I mean, he it was such a perfect role, and I loved him in it. Um, just the conversations he has with Leo, like the whole thing,
3: I loved. And he's um, terrifying. Yes. Well, so that that leads me to ask: Do you think he'll have another? Like, he'll have a final film, or no?
5: I would think so. That you're not going to end on a shitty rom com.
3: If I, 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 think he's
0: done.
2: I, I don't, yeah. don't think. Really? He's, I don't don't think I think we'd have seen him if he was playing. I. I think Tarantino could put him in
0: a movie maybe, but that's what
2: I think he's just probably
3: just happy going to Lakers games. and so that was him. that was ten years ago was his last film, Damn. I think
2: there's a, there's probably reason why he hasn't done one in ten years. Probably something that the public doesn't know
0: about, or something like that. It would be my guess. Actually, Unless he's just done the
1: news that said like a rare yeah. appearance by him, so he hasn't been out and about.
0: Yeah, he hasn't been on about. Um, hmm. But that's kind of like Sean Connery, who just flat out retired and moved to a castle, like. Well, League of Extra- <laughs> Extraordinary Gentlemen broke him. <laughs> what was the one um, Finding Force? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh god! That was a great See, film. I don't, I don't mind that because it was like it was Good old Hunting style. Yeah, don't do that! Don't compare those two fucking movies. No, don't. I'm not. I'm not at all. Oh. I'm just saying he was that was better than League of Extraordinary Gentlemen.
2: Oh, <laughs> so uh, was so a lot of other <laughs> yeah. <it>, the <that laughs> dump I took at, at work today was better than League of Extraordinary Gentlemen.
1: That didn't <laughs> say it <laughs> Liberty Jeopardy was kind of
2: better. I wrecked <laughs> that bathroom, and I, I it.
5: it's still better. <laughs> yeah. Don't let that deter you from reading the comics. They're
0: all excellent. Yes. No,
2: it's no, it's a shame. Yeah. They bastardized a fucking
0: classic property. Jesus. Um. No. So number yeah. 3 Number 15 is Departed. Number 14 is League of Extraordinary. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
3: that would have be been hilarious. No. Um,
0: no, it is 300.
3: Mm. Oh. oh, wow.
0: Okay. I absolutely nice. dig this movie. Um, it, I don't know. I just dig the movie. You like it's, dudes with their the visuals. On, I like dudes with their shirts off. Mm. Muscular exact dudes with their shirts Snyder off. Snyder
2: movie this far up.
5: Right? No,
0: I hate it. and I hate it.
5: I'll, I'll take you back on that one Aaron. and that was my go-to, like, yes. home from the bar, like, but yes. I don't want to go to bed yet movie <laughs> for a long time.
0: Like, when Steph, when Steph and I moved into our first place together, we had a, a TV set up. Like, noth- we just threw everything in a room, a TV and a DVD player, and we just threw 300 on because it's like, let's just be entertained, and watched it, and then the next movie was Basketball, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> uh, which <laughs> is number... Right. Which is number <laughs> number one. Baseball. Wow. I'd like everybody to
1: remember this because when we get to my number five movie, this is exactly what I'm going to say. <laughs> um, Minus, stuff. but no, three hundred. It's just
0: visually beautiful. The story's cool. Um, I don't know, but yeah, and I, I hate to give Zack Snyder any credit, but
3: was um, that his first
0: film? Probably not. No,
2: Dawn of the Dead was his. Yeah was before that, and he might have even had another one or two. Yeah, um, but his
3: first, like, exactly. big commercial. Well, no, Don, that <laughs> was a pretty big commercial, but was, um, this was pretty
2: big. I, you know what? I'm not going to shit on O. Snyder because I like Watchmen, uh, I, you know. I, I like it fine, um, I think. And I and I even have a weird, weird, I I understand everything wrong with it. But I, but there's there's something I love about um, Sucker Punch. Oh,
0: I like Sucker yeah. Punch?
2: Like, like if you just if you just turned off the if you turned off the sound during the dialogue and the acting, I think the visuals in that movie. I, th- I think Snyder does visuals better. Yeah. which is better what
0: three, than most directors. Which is what Three Hundred is. It's visual. Right.
2: So I don't. I I think he gets shit on a lot for the DCU and all that kind of stuff. And I even think Man of Steel is one of those movies some people get have have very strong feelings one way or the other i just think he visually
0: it's a beautiful superman i mean honestly
2: he's he's just he's he's a little too in love with with his he's a lot like jj abrams with lens flares he's a little too <laughs> in love with the slow motion and with a lot of the a lot of the visuals but i man, i mean that sequence where they're cranking what in sucker punch where they're cranking zeppelin is it yeah and, and the bomber and the castle and the dragon is fucking fantastic.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I mean, fuck. I, I, you know, now mind you, the dialogue <laughs> when they're in the real world that's, is fucking that's the, awful. Name of the,
0: that's the name of this episode. I mean, fuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think. I joke about Snyder, but I actually, I actually don't think he's, he's not Michael Bay. I'm just sick
0: of his, Put it that way. I'm sick of his shit now where he just keeps saying things about his stupid DC stuff and everyone's like, release the cut and that, I that don't is, care, dude, stay out of the, just stay out. Like, let me tell you something, that is all
2: it's, this is all planned and set up. Okay? It just bugs the
0: shit out of me. Sorry. Pretty
2: soon the, the Warner brothers, uh, streaming service is going to come out
0: yeah.
2: with HBO oh, wow. and they're going to, and they're going to say, Hey, guess what? No, I know. I get We've it. We've got the no. four hour Snyder cut. But I don't it's want be that. Third, one of the first things on the streaming service. Don't. It's all, this is all horseshit.
0: but I don't want that. I don't yeah. even want it. Like it. The movie I don't was know. Garbage. You know the Batman I don't the, the, His
2: cut of Batman v Superman was was a better movie. movie you think was garbage? It would almost
0: have to be. The things. ultimate the
2: ultimate cut is a better movie and than the one that was in theaters. It doesn't matter. It it's still perfect. a bad movie to me. Well the, pro- the the problem with the DCU was they they s- tried start basically starting with the Avengers and yep. because they wanted to catch up and it just it was a fucking muddled mess but i but the ultimate cut was a better movie so this could i think maybe some of the things especially the things you hate about justice league Aaron, i think were a lot of josh we- josh whedon and i think it tonally you i know think what? the pride one of the main problems of the movie is
0: tonally it was two different directors and you know what i think it's funny i just didn't i didn't i didn't like it um well, there could wasn't be, really anything to like about Justice
2: League. No, Maybe and it could it be what you said, but,
0: but Tim, Tim, you and I went to go see that movie in the theater. Tim, are you there? We did. <laughs> yeah. Um, Memorable. I went to the bathroom. I came back and I go, is this a different movie? I was like, what oh, happened? I that. Yeah, yeah. And I went, what happened? And you go, I don't know, man. <laughs> 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 I was just like, I seriously walked in going... What? What just? Did I just? No, it's like it's a, a mutant. <laughs> it's a mutant of a
2: movie. I, I, I am in no way saying it's good. I'm saying I would. I, I look. I'm not one of these. I know. I know. In a fucking no release Snyder cut, but yeah, you are. For anybody who doesn't think that this isn't like all planned, this is all because Ben Affleck, who never posts on social media, on the same day Gal Gadot. Re- too drunk. posts... drunk. Post. It's it's all <laughs> a fucking. It's all planned.
0: Um. But you're right. He talks too fucking much. But but still. No, I know. Um, so speaking of like uh, DC movies, my number thirteen is the original Iron Man. <laughs> oh, it's one of the best DC movies too. <laughs> um, I don't think I need to say anything about Iron Man that hasn't been said already. Um, Loved it. It kicked off a story that made me cry when it got to the end. So. <laughs> Do you remember the video that was going around the internet in like
2: 2006 the the test footage? Yes. Of the of the suit flying? It was like 2 years before the movie came out. Wow. And just like it was just like holy shit, they're going to be able to do this. Um there was an onion article at the time when the trailer came
5: out, it's a popular Iron Man trailer to be made into a movie. Huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't think I'm there's not much to say about Iron Man. Um it started which is probably why it's so high on my list. It started uh, a very great story that made me cry in the theater uh, when it came to an end and we're going to keep going and wanting more. And I think we've all side-talked about it and whatnot where the new Star Wars trilogies, I'm kind of like, meh, I'm done. I don't need yeah. any more. And then mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe, I want tons more. They had a story. They had a everything laid out. They still do. You can tell. Um, I, they they said, "Hey, you're different directors. You do what you want, but here's the story." Um, it just leaves me wanting more. And Iron Man was the first one to start it, so that's why it's kind of higher up on my list. Iron Man
5: was the movie that prompted me to say "fuck" in front of my mom for the first time in my <laughs> life. Nice. I, my brother asked me how it was, and I'm like, "It was fucking awesome." I'm like, I'm oh, sorry, mom. All
2: right, I've got our connective tissue, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise was originally supposed to do Tony Stark. I know. you And
0: imagine. I know. The
2: fucking train wreck that would have been. Uh, I know. And, not, and, and that's really. Cruise is great, and what Cruise is great in. I love Mission Impossible movies. But it, he would have turned the MCU into the universal monsters. And think about that—how how off the rails it would have been from the start with Cruise. Uh
0: huh. And wow. you'd have to put lists in his shoes. Well, <laughs> um, the one trivia I have from it which I mean you might know but I thought it was kind of funny um, Paul Bettany has never seen the film and is unfamiliar with the plot he said Jarvis was the easiest job he's ever had and it was almost like robbery since he only worked two hours and got paid a ton of money and with that money he went on vacation uh, with his wife who is Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly, Connelly. Ooh, who eventually wow. became to play <laughs> the AI in Spider-Man
3: Karen.
0: so how about that job where you're just like "Mm, i'll show up for two hours and do some voice work and then all of a sudden you are involved in this entire universe the Um, next thing
2: you know you're having to work out like fucking crazy (laughs) and um and put on a motion
0: capture suit a crazy goofy yeah
2: i love vision is one of my favorite characters from comics so i wait say that again i said vision is one of my favorite characters from
0: comics I hope back you in the, the Tom day, series that came out a couple years ago. I forgot who. I think it's Pat Oswalt who said. Was it Pat Oswalt or Frank Caliendo who said? Um, t- um, I can't even think. Robert Downey Jr. has basically become Iron Man, and how all, every time he talks, it's it's basically a tweet. Like it's just it's short little bursts of things. <laughs> huh. Um, and he's going to be on Rogan next week, which I can't wait for. I think really really funny. Yeah. Okay, so Departed, 300, Iron Man. uh, I'm going to go The Matrix next, number 12. I don't think we have to say much about it. Um, Groundbreaking movie, uh, the video game, the story, everything about this. I liked all three of them, honestly. Um, I think the second one got a little better. So I kind of struggled. Do I like the second one better than the original? But for this one, when I came up with my own thoughts of it, I was like, I kind of got to go with the original in on this one. Um, I do like, I think I might like the second one a little bit better because of the visually they just got better technology wise. Um, like that whole freeway scene, they built a fake freeway. Yeah. They yeah. built a fake road. I mean, that it, it's so what? cool. What? Um. Anyway, I just, the Matrix, it was the start of everything. And number 11, I did on purpose. Kyle D, you'll like this one. Uh, Ocean's Eleven.
6: Uh, At number eleven,
0: <laughs> um, another we—I mean—we loop around Brad Pitt a lot. Um, his character in it hilarious. I love the conversation between him and Clooney. Um, I like the two brothers, um, Casey Affleck, Scott Con, Scott Con. I mean, yeah. those two guys fighting all the time. Like, just everything about it, I love. I've always enjoyed, and obviously, I work with casinos, so I like this movie. Yeah. I saw not relevant but kind of relevant
1: to the conversation. Apparently they were talking about it in this article that actors don't eat a lot on screen and they showed like every Brad Pitt movie he eats a lot on the screen like and he puts it into the movie that he has to eat
0: in every scene in oceans
1: 11 he's eating yeah all the oceans movie right yeah it's really it was a really interesting article (laughs) you're like oh
4: yeah and in for oceans 11 the scene where you actually notice it because he's never really got anything that you can really identify until he's sitting there with matt damon and he sees julia roberts for the first time and he's eating a shrimp cocktail (laughs)
3: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) i I was happy to see it in once upon a time in hollywood too yes
0: yeah yeah
1: because he's
3: high all the time.
0: Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, and even watching the thing that I sent you guys with the um, Adam Sandler and Brad Pitt, I mean, I just really want to hang out with Brad Pitt. I think he's the coolest, like, it was such a fun interview, and he's such an interesting guy, and I think, I don't know, everything, which when we get further in my list, you'll, you can tell, I'm a Brad Pitt fan. Um, So I have Departed, 300, Iron Man, The Matrix, and Ocean's Eleven. Lackey, you're quiet on Ocean's Eleven. Um, it's fine.
2: <laughs> I mean, your southern accent I,
0: makes it so condescending. I
2: know. I don't. I, I don't fine. dislike it. I'll say, it like, like
0: I, I did. I did. Well, maybe you, you know what? No well, one likes redheads. Okay, I'll say it. Good. More for Save him. them
2: all for me, so they can ruin my life again. You know? <laughs> no, Kidding. I. I mean, they're are fine. I think my only problem with it is they just kind of took the franchise a little too far. The what? So, no, I mean, a, yeah, movie, it's, a good movie, a good movie, a real good movie. Pay? All three of them are fine.
4: All they They fine. actually come yeah. out and say like, "Oceans 12" was just a way for them to all hang out in Europe. Right, yes. that's I, I, yeah.
0: but I'm okay. But I also accept that because I think that would be hilarious. Like Damon, like I mean, you're all trying of, to get me to shit on a movie I like, okay. so I. It's um, fine. But, you know, I, it's it's not. And I think um, another thing that so like I think I like that where actors go hang out and that's fun. And you can tell on screen that they're having. You can having,
2: tell they're having fun. That's the that's the best part of the movie. You can tell you they're having, tell fun. having fun. And what
0: yeah. Kyle, when you talked about it, I like movies that and Lockstock Two Smoking Barrels or um, Confidence. Any movie that does something, and um, billions on Showtime does it. Or they started doing it in a couple seasons and a lot of shows do it. You do a bunch a bunch of things happen that we see and then they do like a rewind of oh here's what was happening in the background or this and that that we never saw that they kind of flash back to that here's what was really going on that we didn't see I love that storytelling Logan Lucky I think does that
4: mm-hmm. yep I just I, I, I mean, really I like a that lot story of those types of movies on <laughs> oh god what's the other one with does Jeremy anybody Piven.
0: here watch or listen to the weekly planet podcast PCU with no. Mr. Sunday movies why isn't PCU on uh, everyone's
1: I know, podcast I, I wanted it on mine
0: sorry Keith just said PCU because I said Jeremy Piven because PCU
2: is so fucking good there was another there
0: was another movie like that with Jeremy Piven where he was a drug lord in a casino hotel lockdown oh oh uh Aces uh,
4: Aces,
0: uh, Smoking Aces Smoking Aces yeah 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 same type of movie where a lot of shit happens and at the end you're like whoa that's how it played out that was a good flip. anyway um Sorry for interrupting with No, that's PCU. okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> on the weekly
2: Planet Pie, there are these two Australian guys. Fucking hilarious. They're really good um, kind of comic book movie news, that kind of thing. Really funny. And they, they have a weekly thing called Caravan of Garbage that <laughs> takes, like, really bad movies and really bad video games, usually based on, like, a movie that's about ready to come out or something. And they did Which is the Worst Oceans movie. Third and one. No, and they did the original Oceans Eleven, uh, and them describing because it was it's very like super sixties and like uh, like nonsense oh, plot the original. And stuff like that. You're talking about the and very the original. You're with with Sinatra, gotcha. yeah, yeah, with yeah, Brad yeah. Pack, uh, and yes, it, yes, yes, yes. it is so fucking hilarious to listen to some guys in the 2010s describing a movie from the sixties and how stupid it is <laughs> it is so so that there's some homework if you want if you want just listen to funny half hour hour of people just tearing a movie to shreds <laughs> um, that you've never necessarily even seen but you can just listen to them talk about it and get just a full idea about the movie it's really good so uh, caravan of garbage look for it okay
0: caravan of garbage look for it um, unofficial sponsor of this podcast along with <laughs> yes. tesla and death wish uh, coffee death wish coffee and michael do you want anything topo chico. don't know what that is but sure uh we'll do that mexican mineral water mexican mineral water it's supposed to be the best shit in the world all right i'll go canadian club um clearly canadian, clearly canadian that's what i meant. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's episode or i'm sorry episode nine and uh 15 through 11 thank you for listening We're going to wrap this up, and you don't know it, but we're going to go 10 through 6 right now and keep going. End it now.